Welcome to Behind the Table, produced by Ryko Theatricals. We take an in-depth look at the creative process and the creators behind it. We are flipping the audition table to be more inclusive to new stories that deserve to take their rightful place behind the table. Our show airs every Tuesday at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern on our social media, at Ryko Theatricals. Now please welcome our host, Sherry Nell Thompson. Hello, and welcome to Behind the Table, an in-depth look at the creative process and the creators behind it. I'm your host, Sherry Nell Thompson, and tonight our guest of honor is many things, including a jewelry designer, painter, content creator, basically your modern day one-man show, Jenna Wade Lewis. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. How you doing? Nice to see you. you. Likewise, it's a pleasure to see you. Long time no see. I know. Uh, It's been years. So basically, how are you doing right now? How are you maintaining during this semi-quarantine realm that we've been in for, for so long? Uh honestly the the quarantine has been kind of positive for me, you know? Because uh before that I was actually a little bit overworked in mm-hmm. my regular job. Right. And um I actually needed a break even more than I realized. And um I kind of went inwards because right. of everything that was going on outside. So it actually reconnected me with um the creative process to be honest with you, like you know. My, my visual arts. Wow, perfect. Yeah, so you kind of feel like you got regrounded during that time. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I felt like I kind of had no choice, you know? Yeah. I mean, you could either get regrounded or you could just like go crazy inside your house. So I guess that you did have a few options, right? We all did have a know? few options, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you go through uh, those various phases, like when you first, when we first called the quarantine or the lockdown? Did you go through like, okay, I'm resigned. We'll be here for a month, and I'm gonna rest, and it's gonna be great for my health. And then, you know, some people went through the second phase, which was like, okay, now I have a lot of energy. And then the <laughs> third phase was like, oh my god. I'm so depressed. Get me out of here. <laughs> you know, Tell me what you went through. It, 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 it's kind of like a heavy question for me because I don't want to. I don't want to pretend like it, it didn't affect me mm. because it really did. Like, like everybody, you know, the fear set in when I found out that this thing is real and we're about to be facing a pandemic. Um. Yeah. But uh, I actually, you know, my day job, I actually work in direct contact with people. Mm. So unfortunately, I was kind of forced to be very proactive in that I took it very seriously and um, kind of knew that this was really coming. So unlike a lot of people that were around me, you know, even before March. So mm. um, so you were aware of it before March or you were proactive before March? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I you know, I kind of like keep in touch with the news. Um, not, not so much now. I've kind of right. unplugged, but I, I'm like a CNN fan. I, I'm always on World News on um Channel Twenty One. Oh, so okay. So they're kind of like very, they kind of like 
were you know covering China and you know when it was there, so I knew it was coming this direction, like a lot of people did. So mentally, yeah. I think I kind of prepared myself, and mm. you know, actually, I went more than that. I wrote letters to my bosses and everything, like, "What what are your plans?" and you know, oh, kind of wow. helped to get the ball rolling, so to speak. Wow. Um, so we were able to get out early, um, get out of work early, you know, even more so than a lot of people in the city. Oh, wow. Um, so you, I mean, yeah. when you say proactive, you really meant you know, proactive in every single way. Absolutely um, proactive. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Some, and some I actually, I, I must say that my, you know, my superiors commended me for my, you know, being very proactive, you know. Quick action. Everybody benefited from that. Yeah, yeah. We were ahead of the ball, so to speak, you know, getting out of work, getting out of harm's way. Wow. You know, and um, yeah. I actually was really um, eager to get back in touch with my creative side, you know, more art, because my, my job has nothing to do with my creative process Yeah. and my crazy videos that you watch on Instagram, you know? <laughs> well, let's talk about that, because I kind of started following you again because during this time you started experimenting with all the apps and I find that fascinating because I'm not I would say I call myself technologically challenged on the on the spectrum I'm probably higher than maybe I think I am maybe above average but it does take me a while to venture into to little techno land and start playing around with apps, TikTok. You're doing more than you think. You have me on here. You got me in here and sent me the link and everything. I, got, I, got and like I was the one that was confused trying to figure out how to get here. So don't play yourself. You know, you know what you're doing. <laughs> but, but, okay, so true. Okay, so even if I can manage to like navigate those apps, the thing about getting into them that's interesting with you is that like you can come up with like scenarios, things that you want to say and want to do, and you're funny with them. I mean, it's literally like watching a little snippet of a show when I watch your, your content. So tell me, what inspires you to make these? Stress. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm joking, but not really, you know. Life is tough, and sometimes, you know, I was actually telling a friend of mine the other day that, you know, sometimes they say the funniest people are actually really sad or the funniest mm. people actually are having a hard time. Well, I really can attest to that a little bit um, because for me, a lot of those funny videos are really therapy. Mm. And the reason why I guess it does touch some people is because some of the subjects that I'm dealing with are heavy subjects, but okay. I just make it into something laughable, you know? Okay. Um, well, some of the videos. Yeah. Some of them are the slapstick to make people laugh. And yeah. Um, yeah. I kind and of believe in being the change that you want to see. Absolutely. So I, I want to I make people happy. So mm -hmm. if you come to my social media, I think that you should come there to forget about your day. And um, if I'm going to somebody's social media, I'm not going there to, to you know, I guess some people are so really superficial on, on social media and it's about what yeah. you have and stuff like that. But um, I go there to laugh, you know? Well, that's so. absolutely why I would go to your page or why when I pass by, I would always stop uh, scrolling through. Because, you know, sometimes you scroll through and you see people's 
commentary and you're just like, okay, whatever. But when I got to yours, more and more, I found myself going, what's he, what's he talking about? What's he <laughs> and I think that like, that is the job of the artist is to allow a person to enter into a different world, into Absolutely. a world where, where they can either like identify or maybe if they don't identify, maybe they can learn something. And so that's what I appreciate about your, another thing that I appreciate about your content that you create Besides the fact that it's funny, besides the fact that I get to learn about you, you're also very, very genuine. And it's very easy to see, like what you said, when you go to someone's page, you see a picture of them in Mykonos. And like, they've never even been to Mykonos. Who knows? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, in a Range Rover, but it's like, what, what is that? Is that you really? But even if it is, then it is. But something yeah. about what you do is so genuine. So tell me how you how you're able to do that, how you're able to come across. You know, not not very many people are open. You know, it, it's it's not a lot of people are open like it. And it's lacking, you know, because I follow people, too. Right. And a lot of the times people lose me after a while mm. because the inconsistency or the real them coming out, you know, because for some people it's an act, you know, it's like they get on right. there and it's always showing something positive. Yeah, <laughs> I'm always funny because that's, I think it's my natural personality. Mm -hmm, but, mm -hmm. you know... If I'm having a, a hard day, I, I express that too, you know? Right. And a lot of people appreciate that. Actually, a lot. I would think that Absolutely. sometimes I feel like people appreciate that more than the funny videos because sometimes they'll inbox me um, just to say, you know, they've gone through that too or they're experiencing the same feelings or, mm -hmm. you know, just to cheer me on or cheer me up. And, um, you know, sometimes you need to let other people be that, you know, yes. like you can't always be that strong person. Like, uh -huh. it's okay to let other people be that, let, let somebody else be the strength for you, accept yes. somebody's prayers or somebody's well wishes. Right, right. And it's like some people feel like they can't put anything on social media that shows um, vulnerability uh -huh. or vulnerability, you know. Yeah, I'd say vulnerability is the perfect word, mm. you know, because I show that and some people yeah. confuse that for weakness, you know, but um, most people that know me know that that's not the case because I'm not weak, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, you're not, you're not weak. You're definitely you know? not weak-minded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's all art. It's all art. To me, yeah. it's, it's all art, you know, it it's is. like, it's all it expression. Really because exactly. I feel at the end of the day, uh, if you can't laugh, you'll explode. If you can't laugh, you'll go crazy. Mm. Like literally, you know, some, in Jamaica, we, we literally say, I'm, I'm from Jamaica, you know, this oh, is okay. born and Excellent. grew up for half a mile, you know, preteen, you know, you know what I'm asking? <laughs> but um, in Jamaica, we say, you know, things are, if things are kind of, you, you, you use a, a rough situation and turn it into a joke. You know, okay. we said, um, take serious thing, ton joke. You know, that's what we say. You know, like, take, take, ser take serious thing, ton joke. 
So wow. it's like, it. we'll take a, a serious situation uh -huh. and turn it into something funny. And right. that's just a really good form of therapy for me personally, when I do like content and I, I do something funny, sometimes it just hits me like a ton of bricks, you know? Yes. And I, I go and I put it out there, you know, very raw. I don't do a studio and all that yeah. setup. It's just me and the camera, you know, and people appreciate it, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Over time, watching your your content, your clips, your the face app and the different uh, I love the face app. The reface yeah. app that it's is genius. It's, it's genius. Like it's, hilarious. Really it's hilarious. It's hilarious. You know, I think they owe me money. Okay. <laughs> Because I have seen like everybody on Instagram that's my friend join the app, okay? And nobody okay. had it until I was on there and they're like, this thing is hilarious, we, we've got to try it out, you know? So, but it's just, you know, little things like that. I just decided to try it out to brighten my own day because yes. I was curious and I shared it and people have been bending over, busting, laughing, you know, like. It's really, it's really a gift that you shared those kinds of things with us because at one point they do turn from just things that are funny to like actual tiny snippets of art from an artist's perspective, and that that's why I found to that I wanted to add that into the interview today because it's true. At one point it goes from like, wow, this person is like really funny and really witty, and to actually this person put some thought into this and they actually have an artistic point of view. Um, speaking of artistic point of view, behind you I can see those paintings that you've done. And <laughs> I know that you have a whole sort of exhibition going on back there. Yeah. How did you, how did you get into painting? Do you have formal training or did you learn yeah. from someone you who know, wasn't? It's funny, um, I have so many different lives. You know, you, you said mm -hmm. like um a jack of all trades. It's kind yeah. of, it's amazing to me that some people, they, I take it for granted because mm -hmm. I've actually been an artist my whole life. It's the first thing that I remember. Um, when I used to, I used to come to America as a child. Okay. Um, my, my mother is a citizen. Like she's, she's been here since I was like two years old. Okay. So we used to travel back and forth. And when I was a preteen, I used to watch Bob Ross on Channel 13. Yes, Bob when Ross. I used to, oh my God. I like, am that know, generation. Little you happy cloud over the there. You know. Watching him, right? That, <laughs> like That voice, the afro, it's like he had the whole formula <laughs> down, you know? But um, I used to the love trees. watching him. Just that's, him painting the trees. And Amazing. that's one of the, my... It's, it's funny you should say that because that's one of my favorite things to paint, like when I do landscapes, you know? And um, it, it, that's, he's literally one of the first reasons that I wanted to be an artist. And my mother saw that interest really early mm. and she used to tape the shows over here and send them to me in Jamaica. Wow. And it's really funny. I've always been an artist because, uh -huh. it's, you know, I have an older brother. He's two years older than me. Okay. And when my brother's waiting for clothes and toys and stuff like that, I'm waiting for that VHS tape. Yeah, giving the age away, right? <laughs> I'm right. waiting for the VHS tape, you know, with VHS. Channel 13 taped on there, you know, like with my oh. Bob Ross shows. And um, 
I literally started painting when, when I was like a little kid and I, I, I had formal training. I went to a school of visual arts um, after high school from a bachelor's oh. degree. So oh, okay. I have a bachelor's in fine art and graphic design. Oh, come on degrees. It, listen, you gotta have those accolades, you know what I mean? They're like gonna ask for it. They, and you know, it's funny, they, they really do. Um, okay, I was making jewelry when I was in high school as a mm -hmm. hobby and wow. I would give it to like my friends. And when I got into college, I realized that, you know, maybe I should look more into this. So okay. when I was about to graduate from college, I actually started to do little markets here and there to sell little things that I was making. Uh, when I graduated from college and I started working, I started to do designers markets in Manhattan. And um, one of them I found on Carmine and Bleecker Street. Um, it's actually run by a church, Pompeii Church in, okay. in, in West Village. And it's been there for a very long time, that market. And I personally was a part of that market for over 10 years, um, wow. selling my okay. jewelry. And um, when I was doing that market, people kept asking, you know, did you go to school for this? Did you go to school for this? Uh -huh, uh -huh. So I would, you know, defer back to the art degree, but people, it's so funny, as beautiful as my stuff was and as much as they were buying it and loving it, people didn't seem satisfied that I didn't have some kind of formal training. So wow. I actually went back to Fashion Institute of Technology, FIT. Wow, okay. Um, to do a certificate course in um, jewelry work and bench work 101 and um Excellent. and i did that so and then, and then the next time you did your table you were like here's your jury and here's my degree <laughs> exactly <laughs> did you go to school for this as a matter of fact i did i yeah. did actually thank you <laughs> thank you for asking yeah art. you know but wow. just for those you know some people they're not satisfied and they don't believe that you um you know can be yeah, a, it's funny. Some people can't just look at the talent and take it for what it is. They feel like you have to have some kind of certification. Formal you know? training. Yeah. yeah. You know. Wow. And that's okay. You know, that's okay. You know. Some people make it without. Some people Absolutely. Do and then yeah. and then you know what? There's also the training that you have from life. Life experience is also training. So school of hard knocks, that's right. You can get an education from the school of hard knocks, exactly. So I don't even know why that that's such a pressing issue. Um, well, uh, let's to let's let's go into it then. Let's talk about the jewelry because I, for one, love your pieces. I know I have Thank a you. I have a pair of earrings that I actually need. Uh, I need to give them. You to lost you one, didn't you? <laughs> no, no, I have both of them. I have, I've okay. had them for. Let me see. It must be uh, almost ten, ten years that I've had these earrings. So that's actually a testament to you. Do you remember the earrings you gave me a long, long time ago? They're like a clear blue, kind of almost like a prism. There was three. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yes, Rossi crystal. Yeah. Earrings I would wear, literally. And every single time that I would wear them, people would comment on them. Oh, love your earrings, love your earrings. I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. you. Uh, but thank you. I, I actually need to, I need to give one to you because uh, I have something that needs to be kind of 
tightened on it. Um, but I love those earrings. And, and it's, it's like I said, it's a testament to you because I don't keep earrings for 10 years. You, you know, know, that's actually, that is the number one thing that I love to hear. And I love you to say, I love to say, I hear that often actually. Pat yourself like, on the back I have Pat customers that have, that have things from 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. And when I see it, I mean, it's funny. I always recognize things that I've made, even though I, I've made mostly one of a kind pieces. One of a kind pieces, right? Okay. Yeah. But um, things are similar, obviously, uh -huh. you know? So it's like, as soon as I see what I made, I know my hand, but some of these pieces I've made really a long time ago. Uh -huh. And I'm usually shocked at how well they've held up they over keep. time. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I was gonna say, I know, I was when I first met you, I was so impressed because you were like, "Oh yeah, I'm the most chill, humble person on earth, and I sell jewelry <laughs> to famous people. Who cares? I don't care." Um, you know, and I was like, "This guy is like selling jewelry uh, to people like who I think it was like Jada Pinkett Smith and like." Yeah, okay, actually, I think I think before I met you, I had sold um to to Jada. And then and, uh, I met Will. From you also, and you met Will Smith too. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. she introduced me. It was oh, that was a highlight. That was beautiful. It was very brief, and it was on the street, like what actually the market that I was doing on um, my comment in Bleecker Street. Perfect. And yeah. she walked by. I recognized her. I didn't let her know because you know I don't like to rush people, and she was kind of incognito in her sweatsuit. But she came back to purchase something from me and she brought Will with her. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, Jaden and Willow were with her too, but they were like little toddlers. Now that I think Aww. back about it, they were with their nanny behind her, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I can tell you this, if that were me, you wouldn't <laughs> be able to speak to me. I'd be like, are you kidding me? Oh, <laughs> no. Who are you talking no. to? Not to me. <laughs> no, no. You know, actually, you know who I was actually impressed with was speaking of Channel Thirteen because I used to watch her on shows in Channel Thirteen, like a lot of history shows. Um, Alfre Woodward, Woodard. Uh huh. Um, I forgot the, the the modern show that she was on, but she was she actually walked by and um, she bought some stuff from me one Christmas. She actually bought earrings for all of her girlfriends. That nice. year and spend time with me on the street, you know. Nice. I didn't. I didn't remember the show that she was in at that time, but I remembered her from her older shows, and she was just like, yeah. "Oh no, the older shows are the ones that matter," you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's good. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think that you meet a lot of people on the streets of Manhattan. You know, it's true. like true story. Yeah. True yeah. story. Wow. Well, I understand why she spent a lot of time. You're you're kind of easy to spend time with. So that, that's wonderful. Let me ask you a quick question about what or how to obtain pieces of art or jewelry from you. So where should I go? Do I have to go to a market or is it is there like a website I can go to? Or is this kind of like, if you catch me when I'm at the market, then you catch me? Well, you know, um, I'm not doing markets right now. You know, obviously, Fair. Because, uh, Fair <laughs> but, but you know, my mar the market did reopen um, okay. in Manhattan, but they're kind of like experimenting with seeing how it's going to work. 
but I'm not taking that risk because of my 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 day job, you know. Okay. But um, but I do check my design wall on uh, Facebook, okay. and it's uh, Genoade Designs Portfolio. Okay. Um, people inbox me there or um, Instagram. I'm I'm really on Instagram a lot. I use Instagram for for everything. I really love that platform. And okay. it's just, it's simple on Instagram, Genoate, because my name is so unique. It's usually, it I mean, I get it. it, it. <laughs> um, okay, so I can find you on Facebook and inbox you uh, at Genoate Designs, Portfolio Designs. Is that what you said? Genoate Designs Portfolio. portfolio. I was going to say it correct the first time. Mm-hmm. Genoate Designs Portfolio. And yeah. then on Instagram, I can find you at Genoate. Mm-hmm. At Genoate. Just okay, Genoate. Just generate. Okay, perfect. And um, I guess the last thing I would say is what uh, what is usually like the price range that I'm looking at when I'm buying your jewelry, or does it just range depending on? You what know what? Um, actually, have a whole collection of um. You know, I have jewelry here. I have some stuff that I have. Oh I yeah. I wonder how it's gonna look online. This That's is cool. a little okay. Actually, I'll show you a couple pieces that I designed and premiered when I was doing my designers markets. And they did really well for me. So they become like staples that I sell. Okay. So this is, where we go? Here we go. I see. Very simple. I call it the, oops. (laughs) Am, Am I still on here? You are. Here we go. This is the beauty of live theater. <laughs> you know. So what do you have here? So this is what I call the bar above necklace. It's oh. just a brass ple- brass piece. Okay. And it's um it's a ball chain. So it's actually inspired by you know the the military ball chains. Okay, perfect. I love that. It's really simple yeah. piece. And um cool. I kind of kept that basic form through a lot of my pieces, so. Wow, I love it. It's a little that's arrow, I don't know if you can see the arrow on there. Like a, almost like a, when, when hip hop met like a um, sort of Afrocentric at one point. <laughs> you know, beautiful. Very simple pieces, you know? Beautiful. And then I have, Pieces that I do that are pendants, and they all go on ball chains. So these have like little sayings on there. Let's see if we can if we can pick up on that. It's uh, probably gonna be backwards. Something black love from. What does that say? That's from? Strong, strong black love. Strong. And that's lovely. I love it. You know what? Let's try it. Let's try a big one. Maybe you could see okay. this a little bit. Oh no! Clearer. This is my eye exam. Okay. It's like, you know, <laughs> okay, so these are basically, um, queen, you see that, yeah. right? Black queen, beautiful. Cool. Okay. Love so, it. So I do stamping and they're like custom pieces. So I could basically stamp anything. Okay. So I do custom with that. And, um, love that. I just have like a whole range of different pieces that I do. Wow. And I'm, and- I'm going to throw this in. I was going to say, can you give us an inspiration behind one of these paintings, too? Um, <laughs> I love it. Well, I've actually started a collection. Okay. I'm working on a, on a collection right now. And it's um, 
strong black woman. Okay. So of course I'm starting it off with um this camera angle is not gonna work. Beautiful. Um, that's my mom. Aww. In her in her youth. She looks like the bell of the ball. I love it. Wow. That's beautiful. Yeah, gorgeous. And I have um and are you gonna be uh putting these up somewhere like to Yeah, actually oh. I'm what I'm doing is I'm working on a body of work and then when I have enough pieces, I'm thinking maybe like 20 pieces, uh -huh. then I would um, try to get a venue. And um, I have my, I kind of have my eye on a venue in, in Queens since I'm in Queens. Okay. But, um, but I have to have the work first. So until I have the work done, you know, okay. yeah. Well, you you do what's within your control first, you know? Obviously at my last interview, I was talking to um, a dancer, actor, producer, Jay Nicole Ralph, and she performs on Broadway in a show called Book of Mormon, a little show called The Book of Mormon. Um, and she, Ooh. you know, we were talking about how Broadway doesn't open until June, 2021. And so that's a long time. So wow. and the same thing might happen with other art venues where Absolutely. you can't get your stuff into the venue until 2021 or early 2022. So when you get to that point, just let me know so that I can announce it on this little show here. I don't know if I'm going to have, I don't know if I'm going to be able to wait that long. So maybe since well, you say that, I, I've actually been sure. thinking maybe it might be virtual first before it's a physical show, you know? Which, That's a whole nother ball game, which is, which yeah. is Absolutely happening and it's very, very valid. It's happening. So yeah, totally. Whenever you do the show is my point, let me know so that Absolutely. I can announce it to the people who are watching this podcast. I would love it. <laughs> awesome. Well, Jeno, this has been a treat and a treasure. And especially a treasure that I'm going to unearth when I go get my earrings in a few minutes. <laughs> please, please. And you have to see the new stuff that I'm making. I have like an amazing, even I, though I'm not doing the markets, I right. did not stop creating stuff. I have some really right. great new earrings. And, um, oh, you asked me about price point, didn't you? I did. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and I didn't mention it. Yeah. My earrings, I'm doing a whole collection right now where they're $22 a pair. And okay. if you are local, that mm -hmm. includes uh, shipping to you. Yeah. Okay, very nice. So I'm going to actually put that on my social media so people can see what I have available and Me everything. Is At Genoade on Instagram and Genoade Designs Portfolio on Facebook. Absolutely. Absolutely. Please do because those $22 will be the best $22 that I or whoever buys them will have spent. I'm keeping it very affordable. I mean, no. seriously, I, I kept it for 10 years and $22 over 10 years is a very, very low price to pay. <laughs> Good investment. So get your, <laughs> invest yourself in a, in a couple pairs. <laughs> um, well, that's just wonderful. I, I'm so excited that we got a chance to like talk to you and I really am excited for what's coming next for you since we have a little bit more space and freedom and time these days, even with our side jobs and other hustles, I know that you're, you're going to be coming out with some great content and some Absolutely. great always. So thank you for being a creator and for giving us those extra laughs that we need 
uh, because we really, really do need them. I want to give uh, a couple of credits um, before we get off. This show is produced by Ryco Theatricals. And if you want to see any of the podcasts that Ryco does, you can go to ryco.org and you can find all the podcasts. They are going to also be blast over YouTube, streaming through Spotify and Apple Podcasts, along with ryco.org and Periscope. So just wanted to send a quick shout out to my producer at Ryco Theatricals. And um, we've already talked about where we can find you, but thank you so much for coming. This has been such a pleasure. Thank you so <laughs> you know? much for having me. This is a pleasure being here and sharing with you, you know? You're welcome. And thank you, everybody, for watching. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Behind the Table, a weekly podcast from the Ryko live streaming series produced by Ryko Theatricals. Everything you heard was recorded live on our social media at Ryko Theatricals. You can support this podcast by sharing us on social media, writing a great review, or donating at www.ryco.org support. Thanks for listening.